This is your emergency broadcast system. You are listening to the hashtag This with the Beer podcast. Business that you never heard before. Now, belt up and shut up. It's going to be a bumpy flipping ride. May God be with you all. Welcome, friends, once again to the show where we say what we want to say. This is another episode of the business podcast that is authentic, shameless, unapologetic, and raw. This is the hashtag biz with the beer podcast, business as you've never heard before. And I am your host, the guy, despite popular opinion, believes in the science. And the science says bearded men are happier, healthier, manlier and better looking than bald-faced men. I am the Beard Kirby Smith. But in all seriousness, I wanted to give a shout out like I do every week and a very sincere shout out to all of our listeners and now viewers. I'm truly appreciative of all of your support and uh, it's been just kind of humbling to you know see so many people tuning in, the thousands and thousands of listeners that we have to hear what we have to say, listen to our guests. The whole show's point was originally just to get entrepreneurs, leaders in their industry, and let them, you know, come on and tell their story and kind of help people with their business and their personal life as well. Um, and if you enjoy today's show, please, please subscribe on one of our many platforms that are out there, or one of the many platforms that are out there, not my platforms. I wish I owned Apple, but uh, the platform we're on are like Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and any other platform that's possibly out there, we're probably on there. And if you're out there, please give us a good rating five stars much appreciated remind all your friends and connections on our social media to listen and subscribe as well and like you just heard and i just said i did use the term viewers and now we have a new youtube page it's just getting up and going um we really haven't done much with it but you can watch this show in its entirety and previous shows on youtube as well so go to youtube channel subscribe there give us a thumbs up leave a comment and share with all your friends now Today's guest is an extremely busy individual. I'm going to just tell you that. She is the owner slash chief lizard of Neon Lizard Creative Marketing Design. She's also the head lizard at Neon Lizard Creative Graphic Design and Catalogs. And on top of that, she's a volunteer marketing director at Women Entrepreneurs of Minnesota. Boys and girls, I'm pleased to have on the show from the great state of Minnesota, the very talented creative and branding expert, Rebecca Roush. Rebecca, welcome to that hashtag biz with the beard podcast. Well, thank you. I'm feeling a little naked here. I, I might need to work on that. Make sure I get a beard one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah. be cool like you. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I don't know how cool it really <laughs> makes me. But <laughs> I, I just have to hide my double chin. That's why. So. But I got to ask you, talk, talk about being cool and not, let's get off the beards, but, be, but being truly cool. What is with the lizard stuff? I mean, how, how did the lizard become kind of like this cornerstone of you and your business? Is there a good story here? I mean, I want to oh. know. <laughs> well, of course. Did you get that? Cool. Did you get that? I want to know, right? Uh, you're so funny. Okay. <laughs> I know. Some people should say I should, I should be a stand-up chameleon. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. You've I already know, there. I go. I, I'll stop. I'll stop. No, that, that's it. I'm, <laughs> but no, I'm a, so tell me, what, what, what's the story behind this? 
Well, you already said it. It's chameleon. I was a designer when I, as a designer, I'm a little ADHD. So I tend to get bored very quickly. And so I like to do different kinds of design. It's boring if you do one style of design all the time. So I like to do different things. I like to do websites. I like to do medical. I like to do pretty things. I like to do manly things. I like to design in all different ways. So I saw myself as a chameleon, but it's too hard right. to say. Yeah. So like we decided that. to go with lizard. And my girlfriend and I sat around drinking wine one night and went through all the colors and most of them sounded kind of naughty. So we went with <laughs> neon. Neon, okay, cool. Yeah, I've been that way since 1998. Really, wow, yeah. since 1988? Around. Holy cow. 1998. Oh, 90, okay, I was like, 88, geez. That's really a long time ago. <laughs> I was like, how's that even possible? Even 98, that's a long time ago. So, I mean, that's, you know, I know. over 20 years, so you know, ups and downs kind of, you know, I wasn't really going to ask you oh, this, yeah. but tell me about this, the ups and downs at the beginning, you know, how long did it really take for your company to get going? And when did you finally kind of get your stride? I got lucky, dude. I got lucky. Um, I had graduated high school at 16, college by 20, had my first creative wait, director wait, position wait, 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 at 23. You graduated high school at 16? Yeah. So how many years were you in high school? I, like two years, three years? Three. Three. three? Was it your, just yeah. was it your AD, ADD or ADD or ADHD? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I I got bored. Like, at I home, can't, so yeah, I'm, I can't do this. I got to get out of here. I'm gonna like get in and I get out. Just kind of did that. Yeah, just kind of got through and kind of did the same thing for uh, college because it's supposed to be a five year degree. I got it in four. Wow. And I've always wow. been kind of a overachiever in that respect. So anyway, um, now I'm all lost. You got me all confused. Okay, anyway, I um, so I graduated, got my first position, started all sorts of different companies because I wasn't sure what kind of design I wanted to do. And so I worked at corporations, at sign shops, at galleries, all sorts of different places to find out what I really loved. And I ended up with branding and wanting to do that. And, you know, I kind of was inspired to do that from Darren Stevens on Bewitched. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, I remember old Darren, right? Yeah, that's what he was. But now I'm kind of Larry Tate. I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not as much a Darren as I am Larry now. But uh, yeah, I got into it. And um, in 1998, I was working for a company. I can talk about them, so they're gone now. But um, <laughs> um, my boss was out drinking all the time and I was running the show completely. And I thought, you know what? Why am I getting paid you're 20 bucks an hour? Overachiever, hell yeah. He had a great hire. That's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think everybody I work for kind of said that. Um, so I decided to break out on my own and I was lucky enough that I'd been at so many places. I had a lot of contacts and one of my first contacts was, or one of my best friends was a uh, artist at Capital One. So Capital One became a client, PetSmart became a client because I met some chick at a um, kickball game for my daughter and ended up working for PetSmart corporate for years uh, as a supplemental designer and just kind of grew and grew and grew. I stopped for a few years to homeschool and got back into it about six years ago. And it's gone from just little old me to now there's about nine of us. Nice. And we're just Fantastic. doing it all over the world. It's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. How yeah. do you think that, so there's a, I was having a conversation yesterday with somebody about my business and I do, you know, a lot of outsourcing and uh, consulting and we do a lot of, you know, uh, outsource services as well. And I think prior to the pandemic, um, you know, it was it was a struggle for a lot of business to outsource some of the services that we offer because they just had the old yeah. style mentality of, you know, you got to be in the seat here in the office. I got to see you walk in, blah, blah, blah. I want to go around the corner and see you're sitting there, you know, 
pretending to bang away at your laptop or what have you. And then the <laughs> pandemic hit, and then like my businesses started taking off. And I think people said, wow, you know what? Actually, we can be more productive and then I can be more effective. And why not have these guys do this? Because they could probably do it better. So has that, have you seen that happen with you guys much? Or has, has it picked up since the pandemic or? Um, well, we actually, the remote was no big deal for us because we've always been remote. It was me by myself for the longest time. And then I ended up hunting this guy down on Behance. And I basically stalk people on Behance until they work for me. So I make sure to get the top talent. And uh, he came and worked for me and we grew so fast that we triple size in, in one year. And I ended up hiring our project coordinator who keeps me tethered to the ground and I don't go off into space. And uh, from there, we just have grown and grown and grown and it's been fantastic. But yeah, the remote did not affect us at all for 2020. 2021, people are a little bit hesitant to spend money, but it's starting to come back and it's very yeah. exciting. Yeah, we're starting to see that yeah. too. Yeah, we've had, a, we've had a, a good month so far. Um, well, before we start jumping in, I kind of went off the rails a little bit because I do do the weekly beard fact every show. And uh, did you know beards were once prescribed? I mean, it was an actual prescription by, I guess, doctors, if you want to call them. But in the Victorian era, oh, really? yeah, the doctors prescribed beards as a way to like prevent illness. They believed that back in those days that uh, a thick beard could act as like a filter that would could you know help trap harmful particles before they entered the the body and the mouth. And, <laughs> all those crumbs they saw. Yeah, they yeah, did. yeah, exactly right. <laughs> mineral, yeah. So they were mineral encouraged by the doctors to grow beer, which kind of, good. It kind of upsets me that Dr. Fauci never really said anything for the past year. He should have. Um, <laughs> it's kind of, but you know, but you're right. So you know, beers don't only just you know uh, collect stray food; they help filter the air. So they, so they thought. So, so. <laughs> Well, you no. need a puffier one around your nostrils. That'll help. Yeah, yeah, right. But oh god. You're not so, like that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm upset. Dr. <laughs> Fauci never mentioned that. You know, you really can wear a cheetah mask. Write him a letter. Yeah, right. Cheetah mask. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. So, um, <laughs> Rebecca, let's get down to business. How, um, I mean, you, you kind of talked about what moved you in this direction, right? Tell me and my right. audience about this heart principle that I read about and I see. And I've read a little bit of it. You know, why is it seems kind of unique? It's a unique perspective and a little bit, you know, it's almost like a mindset. Tell me about that and, you know, how's that fit into your business? Well, we've kind of evolved over the years. And one of the things that we have decided is that if you're a brand, if you're a business, you have a responsibility, you are a leader in your community, correct? So it is your responsibility to do something that is a stand or, or, or leads other people to a more positive place. So making a social impact, correct? So yeah. in that respect, we noticed that our clients were so, so happy because we did little tiny things with them. And it might be, it doesn't mean you have to have a monster stand. You know, I'm against sex trafficking or anything like that, or I give all my money to so-and-so charity. It can be just the small things that you do each day. So the heart principle is a series of activities. We're going to be coming out with a book on it here coming up. We'll have two books. One is on foundational branding and then adding heart principle on top of that makes your brand absolutely phenomenal. But it's taking the letters of H-E-A-R-T and each letter means certain things such as help first, hear, be human, honor, E might be energy, empathy, enthusiasm, efficiency, 
So it goes on and on for each of the five letters. There's four, there's five things for each letter, and then we're going to break out how to do that. So you can apply those things to your business. Um, one of the ways that we do that is let's say repurposing, okay. right? So you've hired somebody to do your design and they say, okay, great. I'll do that. And they walk away. That's a transaction, right? right. But yep. if you're yep. smart and you're efficient and you really look at things from the foundational brand and look long-term, then you look at that and you say, oh, well, that is the same proportion as a, let's say they ask for a banner. That's the same proportion as a Facebook header. Mm -hmm. I'll do it large first, reduce it down, takes two seconds. Now you have this. Now you've got two things for the price of one. So things like that are giving back to my clients because they're not having to pay as much. And as right. a result, they're happier, right? Yep. So it's a very small thing on my end, but for them, it's a big thing. And if you position your brand around those kinds of, that kind of generosity, I think people pay it forward, you know, unconsciously. Yeah, no. So I, that's I, kind of what it's about. We build our brands to do that. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And I think you know, the, you know, the, the businesses are going to be successful, you know, coming up, and the businesses that are being successful now are looking, you know, you may mention earlier, help, right? Help first. And if you approach your business and to your clients that you're helping them, uh, rather than transaction, as you may mention, uh -huh. um, it'll be much more fruitful and uh, you know, relationship not just for them but also for you as well, and more of a long-term relationship. And as many times I looked at took clients and, you know, I've had opportunities for a transaction. I thought, you know, Hey, we can make some money off this, but I just didn't feel right about it. I didn't think it was, it would actually help them, you know? And so, and I'd come out and said, listen, I, yes, we can do this. You know, I'm listening to your, your thoughts on this particular transaction and we can fulfill this for you. I don't think it'll be successful. Therefore, I don't think it's going to help you. And you're going to, you know, neither one of us is going to be happy then. It's going to jeopardize everything else. So I'm not going to recommend we do this because, you know, yes, heck, I'll take 12 grand, but it's not going to, you know, but it's not going to help you. So I just want to be, I just want to be honest about it. And I think people appreciate that, right? Um, right. And what helps even more is if you can't do it yourself, but you're not the best fit, then you find somebody who is and help yeah. them that way. And so we do, we a, do lot a, of, a lot of that. Yeah. We do a lot of social media marketing and digital and, um, SEO, what have you. And there was one recently, we had a big proposal and, you know, it was a guy owned two companies and one company actually had a really nice website, a lot of broken stuff on the back. We do a lot of the technical stuff, not just artistic stuff, but a lot of the technical stuff on the back end. And then his other website was just horrendous. And we looked at it and we're like, you know what, we could do the social media management and all this other stuff. It ain't going to matter because nothing, when you try to come back, it's just, you need a new website and we could probably design it for you, but I don't feel comfortable in doing that because, you know, I've ne personally never led a website design project. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he says, wow, he goes, first of all, he says, Kirk, let me tell you, your um, marketing and uh, SEO approach presentation to us was just a home run. You nailed out of the park and I appreciated your honesty. And that's why we're going to go with you. I was just like, you know, but it goes back to we help them. Right. And I, I right. just love that part of this heart. That, that, that's just a great, great, great perspective. Thanks I've got, for that. We're going to have a poster out soon on 110 things you can do to spread love that are all for businesses, things that you can do in your business as a business to share love, share, you know, just be generous and, and giving in order to make the world a better place. So that's kind of one Where of our- come our, from? Is there, is there like a unique um, uh, time in your life or event that, you know, 
help mold this heart principle in your mind or? Oh my goodness. Am I That's getting a great question. Personal? I haven't been asked that one. That's pretty good. Yeah. I've done like 12 podcasts here, right? Like they haven't been asked yeah, that one. Because we do our work here. We're not like any of those yeah, other I tell you. podcasts, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of it just comes from um, the amount of people that have helped us. I mean, we would not be where we are today if it wasn't for the, the incubator community we were in um, that our county does. And that was amazing. Scott County was gave us mentors, subsidized space, education. I mean, just so many opportunities and connections. And the least we can do is give back. And just seeing that and having, you know, our own lives and things that we've done and how much, it's just a value that we have. And we believe in living our values. And I think your brand should live your values. We call it live in the brand style. Because I think every brand needs to have that foundation that is based on those values, based on that messaging, based on those core, core elements before you do anything else. Because when you have that, then everything else becomes easy. So like the gentleman you were talking about that had a bad website, <laughs> he he got his cart before the horse. Yeah. You got to get the other stuff done first and then the rest of it just falls together beautifully. And then it's easier to market too because you have this wonderful thing to market, right? Yeah. You can take chunks of it and put it out there and people want to consume it. Let me ask you this, and you kind of just, you touched on a little bit here. I want to dive into it a little bit more is how important is culture to brand? When you go out into a client or potential client, is that something you guys really look at and how, how, you know, how, how much do you push that? Well, for us, if they are not a good fit, if our values do not align, I'm, they're not going to be the client I can best serve. I don't really believe in, I know it sounds awful. People get mad at me when I say it, but no. I don't like the terms avatar. I don't like persona. I don't like all of that are jargon words that are used to try to sound smart. I feel like, and I know the demographics are, right? yeah, I know. And the, and the, the demographic information is important, but what I tell people is step back, look at the clients that you're tickled to death when they call when when they call you hey dude hey how you doing you know you're excited to talk to them they pay on time they listen to you they ask you what do i need as opposed to here's what i want Mm -hmm. those are the clients you can best serve because you can knock it out of the park for them what you provide is perfect for what their problem is and what their challenge is if you just take anybody coming down the pike that meets the criteria you're not going to be as successful and you're not going to be as happy because you're going to have those people that don't align with your thought process how long did it take you to get to that mindset because i think everybody starts what's that i'm an old goat (laughs) (laughs) yeah teaching me yeah yeah. (laughs) But I, but I think a lot of people, especially who start their own business, it's been, I did what I did mine, right? Um, you know, you're out there, like, you know, you go from making a big six-figure job, now you're on your own making zero from scratch, right? And yeah. it's difficult, I think, to say no, right, when someone comes there. And now, as I've grown and evolved, I realize that was a huge, huge mistake and that it's okay to say no. It's okay not just to fire a client, but to fire a prospect just to say, you know what, I'm not interested in working with you. And I think that approach, people look at me and go, man, Kirk, that's a little brash. But I mean, if you go to my website, I'm very, I'm very honest about it. You know, I say, hey, check your ego at the door, man. If you, if you want to hire me to do what you want to do, I'm not interested. But if you're going to put your ego at the door and self-assess and be aware of, hey, you know what? I've been failing. I need help. I want to hear what you got to say. You know, help me build this roadmap, right? Help me get there. Okay, I'll I'll work with that. But, you know, I'm not going to come in there and say, hey, you know, and just you know 
be an order taker for you. That's that's not that's not gonna work. So right, transactional is not transformational. No, <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna use that. You don't. Well, there's another one. You don't have that coin. You got another one. Give me another. Uh, yeah, one. I got another one. I got this one from I believe it was I think it was Neil Gordon. Uh, he and I were talking one day, and it was uh, the more the deeper the relationship, the more prosperous the client. Yeah. I and I really like that too. It's a nice short way of saying it that people joke about or not really joke people tout the relationship the authenticity they're all this that and the other and a lot of times they're just being truthful they're not really being authentic they're not being vulnerable they're not letting their their ugly sides show at all in the sense of you know what they're not perfect at i'll tell people right away oh that's not my gig i'm not really that kind of a gal but i know this guy over here and i can make sure it happens and i can oversee it and make sure he takes good care of you because that's the end result. I mean, that's what anybody wants is somebody to be on their side, be their cheerleader and advocate. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I was scrolling through your stuff. You got, you got a great client portfolio um, and some great testimonials. Yeah. And, got a lot of those. Yeah. But there's a term I, I see there. I got to know about it. And you kind of referred to it earlier. Uh, giddy clients. What, what is a giddy client? Ah. You're making me giddy just saying the word giddy like i smile when i say giddy, i know I isn't it a great word yeah, yeah right a, is that, is that was that what you do it it just, just makes people smile look at see i say it and i start it I can't does. See, you can't, you can't say giddy without smiling <laughs> giddy clients but it, it goes back down to <laughs> it goes back to the gen- generosity and and the commitment to making sure that they're happy so it's more i mean back back in the south we would say you give them a baker's dozen you know a baker's dozen is 13 eggs as opposed to 12 eggs so they expect 12 eggs or 12, you know, they expect Mm -hmm. one thing and you make sure to give them a little bit more. And when you give them a little bit more and you have all this generosity and you're sending them articles of things about their cat or you're, you know, inviting them to do things. Or we had it, we had a client that um, was a, an old folks home, you know, it's a dementia care. And she and I talked at the very, very beginning and she commented how dementia patients don't know the difference between a doll and a real baby because their, their mind just can't connect. The neural processors just aren't, aren't connected anymore. And so when they did their grand opening, we had had a real life looking baby. It was the most realistic thing you've ever seen made and gave it to them as their grand opening gift. And she just cried. She's oh. like, that means so much that you heard that. And that's the kind of thing you listen for. So one of our tenants is listening, but there's like four parts to the listening yes. to make sure that you're keeping notes and you can't remember everything. And a lot of people will say, oh, I've got 700 clients. I can't do that. Well, sure you can. It may not be a handmade baby, but it could be a really great article or a useful tool that you can send out to your clients that you know they're going to value. So it's just adding yeah. value time and time and time again makes people more than happy. So yeah, I absolutely agree. And I, I think that's very key, especially when it comes to sales is, you know, how do you add value and everyone else is calling on them? And the key is not to fall down that path of asking the same stupid questions, you know, that every other salesperson is <laughs> coming in there and trying to get, in, you know, and getting in that apples to apples comparison, you know, trying to dig in. And what I called living down here in Georgia is, you know, get out of the apples to apples and find the peach, you know, find ah, that one thing that's going to differentiate you that showed that you just said you listened to what they said and mm-hmm. you know and, and and you sell and you sell that it might not be the you know the main objective but it will lead to a longer relationship um I, when i was a cfo of this large corporation we were trying to do this uh, new shipping agreement right long and and 
one of the objectives was to create this program to where it would help my sales team sell more because we could put more on a pallet and it wouldn't cost our clients any more to ship it, right? So I can stack, you know, two feet worth of product or six feet worth of product on a pallet still going to cost you the same thing. And what that did was eliminate some of our competition in the more regional areas where some of these clients were, right? And so I needed a flat rate shipping program to pitch to my clients. So I went into like 10 different shippers and they all come back and about 70% of them didn't listen to what I said. They all came back with pricing. And I said, you're not listening to what I'm saying. Pricing is not my objective. My objective is to get a flat rate shipping program because I want to help my salespeople. This does nothing for me. And they didn't get the deal. And the fact is, you know, I went with someone that was probably a little bit more expensive from a profit, but I generated more revenue, which made up for that, you know, hands over fists after a couple months. And, but again, it's going back to listening to what people have to say. And again, finding the peach, that's what I say, so. <laughs> we, have a, we have a client that's an automotive client. He started his whole business um, during COVID. And he came to us, he was a referral and he's like, okay, I got, I got this much money. What can we get done? I'm like, okay, you trust me? And he's like, absolutely. Let's just do it. And I'm like, okay. So we talked and talked and did the uh, marketing strategy meeting. And it turns out he had, he mentioned in passing, he said, yeah, I'm doing this and I'm building this company because I want to leave a legacy for my son. He's into cars as much as I am. And the cars he deals with are Audis, BMWs. They're, they're the mm -hmm. top of the line cars. Who buys those cars generally? A lot. Most of the time, it's the wife who yeah, wants yeah, those. Yeah. So it's like that is going to resonate so well. So we led with that. He's going to pull a million bucks this year. Wow. COVID did not. He he did great. <laughs> He's already ready, looking at four bay instead of two bay. He is just knocking it out of the park. And I think it's because we used that, and we used also he will come to your home and do your do your mechanics, whatever you need, as long as he can and doesn't need a lift. So things like that, that are differentiators that nobody else does. The fact that he, he popped onto the market looking like he had been around for 15 mm -hmm. years. Those are really smart, smart business moves that a lot of companies don't think to do. They go out there and pop out a logo and brand it on everything and slap it on everything they can. And say, like, oh, I'm branded. No, you're not. No, no, no. You're, you well, just branded a bunch of cows. That's all. <laughs> right. You did not do it. Well, let's talk about what, what's the one major reoccurring mistake businesses make when it comes to the brand well i i think it's putting the cart before the horse as they say it's they they think they got to get a logo on the website that's the first thing it's got to get done and they don't stop and they don't go back and try to build a foundational brand um when my book comes out that's the i've decided to break up my information into book one foundational brand book two is the heart principle and i i think i told you the story of the grandma's rolls but we can do that another time <laughs> it's, it's just so critical to know those all that detail information of your values and your positioning and your differentiators and all of that before you put mouse to screen you know for that logo you've got to know all that because the logo is is just an icon it's an ambassador of your brand right it is not your brand your brand is and everybody said, oh, your brand is more than just the logo. It's more than that. It's even more than what you think it is yeah. because your brand is how the delivery driver drives on the street. The, your brand yeah. is how the lady answers the phone. Your brand is how you handle disgruntlement. It is everything. I tell a story of a, 
I wanted to go to, I, I was looking for a church to attend and I found a church that seemed kind of great. But when I clicked around, the, the pastor had pictures of himself all over the place in his Mr. Beefy dude that was taking, <laughs> you know, half naked pictures of himself with little kids. And, you know, like I, there, there's a, there was a narcissism there and a, right. a it just wasn't proper for what his brand should have been. Right. So yeah. I was like, bud, you need to think twice about that one. <laughs> and yeah, I don't think people yeah. look about their, for their personal stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because people look everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Well, I, well, it's funny because we're talking about brands because my first thing was to grab, grow a beard, which I think is great. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Uh, but no, but you know, I would do, I brought this up. I just recently, um, you, you'll believe how my, how my beard is my brand now. It is funny because mm -hmm. it's not it's what it started. Lizard. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah, it's not exactly. as colorful. And, uh, but I had people tell me when I first started my consulting company and outsourced company, like, Kirk, you got to get rid of the beard. I said, why? And they said, Thanks. you know, it's just, it's, it's not, you know, people aren't going to like that. And I actually considered, then I started thinking, you know what? Screw that. If they don't like it, <laughs> that's not someone I want to work with. And I have gotten more business from the beard than not again. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah, you know, I, I had one good story where I was um, was at a restaurant, went to eat, went, went right up to the bar to go grab a drink. And as I was sitting at the bar waiting for my drink, the guy next to me and his wife, he looks over and goes, man, that is a great beard, dude. And I said, thank you. And he goes, what do you do? And so we just talked for a couple minutes. And then he goes, oh my gosh. He goes, I need to talk to you. I've got this app. And I hear ideas all the time, Rebecca, all the time. And, you know, a lot of it's, okay, it's just an idea, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, there's nothing probably we can do with help you. And he goes, no, it's, it's actually on the, on the Google Play Store already. I go, really? I go, pull it up. He shows me. He goes, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> he goes, you're the guy I need to talk to. And lo and behold, I had a client, a new client, was looking for a specific app that did what his app did. And we synergized, came together, and this thing is just taking off. And Crazy. long story short, it goes back to the beard, the beard. So if I would have shaved it off, it never would have happened. So there we go. That's my There point. you go. That's great. I th the lizard brings a lot of people in. I actually had a gentleman, we had been in a, um, a training class, one of those self-development training things, back in 1996 together. We got a call from him last year. He remembered my name when I went out and did my own thing. I've since moved from Arizona to here. And he remembered Neon Lizard 20 years later mm. and called us. And now we're doing all his stuff down in Arizona. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. It's, but yeah, I it, think having, having that special something, something is always and owning it. And owning it, right? And not apologize. Yeah. And, not, and don't be apologetic. Um, yeah, I was worried my lizard was going to be too colorful, too silly looking for people, but it's a big draw. It's a lot yeah. of fun and it means a lot to us. I mean, it has a lot of different meanings. So we like that. What piece of advice, free advice, all right? I'm going to ask her for something free. What is one thing that all businesses uh, need to do today without hiring a branding or marketing company that will help them attract new clients? What's what's one thing that they can do? First thing. You Build authority. Build authority. What do you mean by that? Through blogging, podcasting, being a guest on podcasts, um, writing white papers, anything of that nature that says, hey, I know what I'm talking about. I'm good at what I do. And this is why you should hire me. I think that's important for any business. And if regardless of what you sell or do, um, if you are able and have the financial ability to you know, jump into any of the new technology, that might be a good idea. I've got a gentleman that I'm working with right now who does the VR where you can 
take visual it does it like a hologram in your living room <laughs> and you can walk around it is just yeah. amazing yeah it's that's kind of cool. fabulous they have other ones too where they yeah, i want to check that out that's cool yeah there's another one that comes out in front of your computer screen you can like turn a heart around and look at all the parts of it and they're using really? it for the medical mm -hmm. that's really cool. we're, we're this far from star trek babe <laughs> i'm not a star trek <laughs> fan i was a star wars fan so <laughs> <laughs> i like them all you like are you a big sci-fi person not huge but i mean yeah I, I always love star trek and i mean it just blows my mind still to this day that we're flipping phones open or not even flipping phones oh, right yeah, i don't flip phones anymore that, that's I what blows that my mind how this you know this little phone it does so much, do so much. Yeah, i know yeah. that would have been two rooms of computer equipment back in the day yeah i mean they're not even phones no, we're, we're telling even... our age you realize that we're, yeah, we're showing I how know, we're old i know i'm, I'm <laughs> up there unfortunately the color of my beard and hair shows my age really well um, but that's that's another story oh it's distinguished that's what I, that's what it keeps telling me i just need yeah. to, i just need to grow up i think <laughs> <laughs> we do yeah <laughs> Well, hey, what, what what other piece of advice? Any other piece of advice before we end today's show? Because I, I I really, <laughs> I mean, is there anything you want to get off your chest that you say, hey, I, I didn't get to talk about? <laughs> I think get off my chest. Quit putting your dad burn logo out there before you've really thought it through. That just makes me nuts. Yeah. So that, that's the biggest thing. It's really, if anybody wants, I'll be happy to send them a marketing strategy sheet or something like that if they want to look at that and, you know, help figure out what they're messaging is i'll send it to you You can put it in the show notes and yeah that kind That's of great. stuff because be people need to know what they're doing before they get out there and do it a lot yeah. of times i think our vision our vision is bigger or we don't think through our vision mm -hmm. a lot of times and that's kind of what you need to do before you start doing your logo you know absolutely and, and i think people so many people waste so much time on their logo and the name of the company and they just you know but then they forget everything else and just like you said the brand is actually the experience right i mean look at some of the biggest brands they all give you an experience right um disney right. world right have you ever gone through their little uh, training of the disney experience i mean you want to talk about getting stuff down to a science they know everything and uh, that's one thing i you know you go to disney well it's so clean right you know why it's so clean is because they've done the studies that show people walk a certain distance before they throw food or garbage on the ground so they have a garbage can every exact that exact link everywhere in the park i that's didn't know an, that that's an experience right and, yeah. and, and and like you said you know understanding your customers touch points so every time they interact with you and you know what is said and what do they see what do they smell just everything right that's the brand am i right or wrong or uh, you are absolutely 100 right you have to dig deep and get deep. some things right <laughs> The client you can best serve, not just demographics. Demographics narrows the pool. Find out who it is that you can rock their world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so before I end today's show, I have to play a little game called Get to Know Rebecca. I don't know if you've listened uh -oh. to the show before. So yeah, I'm, I'm throwing you I'm throwing you into this. So are you okay right. that we go ahead with All this? Right. All right, All so right, okay. here's, here's the rules. I'm going to ask you 10 questions and you have and you have to say the first answer that comes to your mind as fast as you can. Oh gosh, I'm probably gonna be naughty. Go ahead. These are the questions. No, I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be nice. <laughs> but we, and we do have a parental advisory sticker on the show, so don't worry if you do slip up. <laughs> okay. we're, we're 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 good. We're not gonna get in trouble by anybody. So, favorite okay. to, favorite toy growing up. Uh, Barbies and GI Joes together. 
together. So did yeah. you did you have the GI Joe? Joe hijacked the Barbie plane. GI Joe hijacked the Barbie plane. Oh really? Was that a yeah. comment? Like oh my gosh, that's kind of like violent. No, I was a little sick as a kid. <laughs> if you could pick a new name for yourself, what would it be? Delaney. Delaney. Why Delaney? I don't know. I wanted to name my daughter that, but I got outvoted. Oh, uh, who did you get outvoted for or by? Oh, well, we ended up with a Haley, but you know. How do you get outvoted? I wanted to does all the work. <laughs> you have the Trump <laughs> card, right? Uh. Well, I had my son and my husband, so. Okay. What What is your worst habit? Oh, my worst habit? Not taking time for me. Yeah. I do nothing but work. I agree. I, I, I have evolved the last couple of years. I've changed that. And it's not a lot, but I do take a, you know, every week I take about and get two hours to myself. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not cigar, even doing that on weekends. Sip my bourbon and call it a, call it a day. But yeah. Probably not the best habit, but you know, it's, but I have to meet my objectives though. So, you know, I don't get to do that. But do you I don't have the cigar? It. Are you doing the cigar as well? You got to have the whole persona. Oh yeah, I do the cigar and the, yeah, and the, and the, and, and the uh, bourbon, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. one, just one. That's it. It's not. I don't smoke every day. Who's the comedian that does that on stage? The comedian that does that. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, is it Ron White? Is that guy? Yes. Yes. Yeah, like he, I think he's. Yeah. No. No. I think he is. <laughs> he takes a little. I think he'll have a cigar and uh, bourbon no matter what. <laughs> I have. It's, it's my. I have one glass of bourbon and one one cigar every week. So. Okay. All right. Have, have you ever had a wardrobe malfunction? Have I ever had a wardrobe? That's a bizarre question. Right. Um, let me think. Oh, I'm sure I have. I, <laughs> I think probably. I, I think probably the best the the best story regarding anything like that is when I was in Arizona. I would I used to rollerblade, and I would rollerblade for thirteen, you know, twelve, thirteen miles. Oh wow! And they had these um, sidewalks that would go underneath the bridges, and underneath the bridges it was serrated concrete because that's where the canals would overflow into and such. And I was coming home one day and I, it was about eight o'clock at night. I was tired and I went down that hill to cross that serration and I fell. Oh, and wow. I fell on my mom and I slid about six feet and ripped my entire tush off. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was still a mile from home and my wheels were crooked and I hobbled home with, with my, with no backside. Huh? And my tail <laughs> sticking out. <laughs> So I think that that probably qualifies. And then to beat all, you can't exactly band-aid that. So it was no. a, a constant issue for a while. I ended up with puppy pads taped to my tail end. So, <laughs> so that's good story. The best I like story. that one. That's, a, that's probably the best word uh, I've heard so far. So that's a good Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, don't, I, I had it people honking at me. I got blood running down my leg. It was just so <laughs> ugly. And that wasn't the first time I felt like that. So it's <laughs> the gloods. Um, who or where would you haunt if you were a ghost? Who or where would I haunt? Yeah. Could I be a mean ghost or a nice ghost? You'd be, yeah, you're, I think haunting means mean, right? If you want to be a mean ghost, you'd be a mean ghost. Oh, I'd be my ex-husband for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that would be my ex. <laughs> and yeah. I would be, and I would be yeah. mean. Um, <laughs> we'll move on. Um, <laughs> we'll go together. <laughs> We'll go together and just hunt there everybody we, we don't like. All right, there we go. I got a list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, as seen on TV product, have you bought or wanted to buy? Oh, gosh. 
Do you have how much time do you have? <laughs> do you have a lot? Is that did I just did I hit a, did I hit a guilty pleasure? I like this. Uh, I am a sucker. My latest one was my airbrush makeup. <laughs> Your what? It's an airbrush makeup thing. It's the latest one I bought. So you like spray like makeup on your face? Yeah, you put makeup in this little, um, I don't know, a little well, I guess. I think I've seen and that. And it airbrushes on your face and it gives you a nice smooth appearance. That's why I look so young and youthful, you see. So you use it, huh? Yeah, I used it Awesome, awesome. So that's, <laughs> well, so that's good though, because you actually, it works and you actually use it. I've seen people and they just buy stuff and it sits in their closet and never use it. So. No, I, I, I use things. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, but. So this the next question is going to be a good one because you've been to Arizona, grew up in Tennessee, live in Minnesota. I lived so, in Air, uh, San Francisco for a while too. Okay, so this is going to be a really uh, good one. Mountains or beaches? Mountain. Yeah. Why is that? Just, I grew up in the Smokies. I love the beaches, yeah. but I wouldn't live there. Yeah, I'm going to head up to Blue Ridge here on the Fourth of July. So about oh, yeah. year, you know, oh, that's I love my Smokies. Yeah, yeah. Who's your celebrity crush? Besides yeah, the host of the guy with the. What's that? Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I love. It. You know, I. It's a funny you bring that up. Have you heard my show before? Have you listened to the show? Uh, I listened to a couple podcasts, but I don't remember which. Uh, one. You don't make me bring up bringing up Matthew McConaughey before. I bring it up a couple times. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I heard that one. No. So I, I listen. I I got that app right. That uh, what, what's the app? Or you know, you listen to like stories and or like sound. Audible. Uh, not Audible. What is it? Here, I'm going to pull up. No. no, what is this stupid app that I have? Um, Calm, the Calm app. You ever hear oh. that? Yeah, I got that. And it's got like stories and it's read by certain people with like unique voices. And mm. my man crush is Matthew McConaughey. He puts me to sleep every night. I listen to him. That's listen, just weird. Right? I know. <laughs> I shouldn't probably admit it, but I he tells the story wonder. And I don't think I've ever heard the full story. I can listen to his I voice. I bought his book. I bought his Audible book, but I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, yeah, no. That's fantastic. too funny. Fantastic. I should do that because my husband was uh, telling me about Matthew McConaughey the other day, and it was not exactly the most appropriate conversation. <laughs> but, uh, I think that'd be pretty funny if he came in and I was listening to Matthew right. McConaughey. That is hilarious. What What is a saying you say a lot? Like, what is your term or word that you get you know, caught saying all the time? I try to think, Susan, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, my The mantra that I say I have is, um, if it is to be, it's up to me. Because back in the day, I realized, you know what? I'm, I, was, I was single at the time and I was frustrated and I was angry. And I was like, you know what? I am, I'm sick of being single. I'm sick of not having people to hang out with. And so I had been to this class and I, I learned that it is, if it is to be, it's up to me. And I went, okay, fine. And this was back when faxing was the thing. And I decided to create my own social group <laughs> and okay. I faxed out 75 faxes every weekend. And oh my gosh, say, this hilarious. is where we're going. Who's, who's showing up and I'm responsible for two other weddings. So that um, is awesome. by doing that, that is totally, that's a cool, cool, that's a great story to end that team game. I like that. That's a great yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. You make your own future here he just exactly it is to be it's up to me exactly. i want it to change i gotta do it nobody's gonna do it for me exactly yeah. rebecca thank you for thank taking you your, time out, your busy fun. schedule your busy busy schedule time on the show today <laughs> thank you for sharing with your life your experience and definitely your knowledge it's been it's been an absolute absolute pleasure well thank you i've enjoyed it too and when the book comes out hopefully you'll let me come back and i can yeah absolutely we'll definitely have you back definitely have you back is there anything you want to bring up or plug besides the book before we end the show or 
Well, I mean, how to get in touch with me, if that's okay. Yeah, throw it up. Yeah, of course it's okay. NeonLizardCreative.com. NeonLizardCreative.com. Yep. Come check us out. Look at our stuff. Talk to us. Even if you don't want to hire us, I'll be happy to help you in any way I can. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, there you have it, friends. The talented and branding expert, Rebecca Roush. (laughs) Rebecca, thank you for coming on the show. Truly, truly appreciate it. And I really enjoy it. It's been fun today. Yeah, me too. Thanks so much. All right. I want to remind everyone to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and leave a five-star review. And as always, I'm grateful for all of our listeners and viewers all over the world. Do not forget that you can pick up our award-winning beard products called Hashtag Biz on my website, ACS and Wolfpack Gear and other merchandise and Hashtag Biz with the Beard merchandise as well at acsexec.com. And there you have it. Another show is in the books, but never fear. The beard will always be here. And until next episode, same beard time, same beard channels. Thank you for listening to the Hashtag Biz with the Beard podcast. Remember, every genius idea starts with the stroke of a beard. Have a successful day. Hey, Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald fans. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was brought to you by ACS Executives. Let me ask you something. As an entrepreneur or business owner, are you tired of struggling with running your business? Do you feel you can drive more revenue, improve your profits, and run more efficiently if you had a little help? Well, you are not alone, and there is a solution for you. Like many small businesses, as the owner, you wear a lot of hats. And why wouldn't you? You started this thing, so you were very careful and particular about it. Well, 
At ACX Executives, we do a deep dive into your business to help your business grow revenues, improve profits, acquire capital, and run more efficiently. We just don't point out problems. We help you resolve them through our family of companies and the solutions they provide. We share some of the best practices and processes and coach you and your team through them. Our suite of quality products and services will help you get there quickly and smoothly. That's how we ensure your success. So visit us at acsexec.com or call us at 1-800-495-6505 and schedule a free 30-minute consulting assessment. Have a successful day, and we hope you enjoy today's episode of Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald.